Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to Livewire's Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby, and today we're taking a look at five small stocks with big growth plans on the horizon. These stocks have had a stellar past 12 months, so to find out if they can do it again, we're joined by Jesper Jones from Regal and Brittany Osaka from Steria. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really excited to feature you both on Buy, Hold, Sell. First up, we have Life360, which has seen its share price rise around 56% over the past 12 months. Jess, I'm going to start with you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? We think Life360 is still a strong buy um, and Regal's a substantial shareholder. We love investing in founder-led global market leaders and that's what we believe Life360 is. They rank in the top 20 most used apps in the US, um, yet they only have about a US 1 billion market cap and they're alongside the likes of Google and Facebook. They're also used often by parents 15 times a day, so they're not discretionary at all. Also, they were able to put through a 50% price rise recently and saw very minimal churn, which again alludes to that non-discretionary nature of the app. Uh, We believe that revenue and earnings can compound materially over the next few years, and there's a material international expansion story that will play out as well. Analysts expect its earnings per share is going to grow by 101% over the coming 12 months. Over to you, Brittany. Is it a buy, hold or sell? So I'm going to go in the other camp and I'm a sell. I agree with Jess, it's had a really impressive growth, particularly in the US, growing paid subscribers. I think their next leg of growth is coming from the UK and Australia, which are arguably much smaller markets. It still doesn't generate a profit and it's still burning cash, despite being um, the US being such a large market. And I think even if the business does do really well, it's trading on over 10 times revenue. And I just think for me, it's a sell on valuation basis. Okay, next up today, we have Temple and Webster. This one completely shocked me when I looked up its 12-month share price performance. It's up 263%. Staying with you, Brittany, is it a buy, hold or sell? I'm really sorry to be negative again today, Ali, but I'm also a sell. It's had a really great growth, I think, driven by COVID. Everyone stayed at home, redecked out their offers, redecked out their homes. Um, they make a, a small margin, but they're trading on 250 times one year forward earnings. And I think that's a massive multiple to pay for arguably a retailer in a highly competitive industry. I think there's better value in the small cap and one name would be Universal Store Holdings. They're rolling out store, great management team, net cash balance sheet. So I prefer to play retail in another space. Um, Another thing is their chairman and their CEO have sold stock this month, which I think is always an indication that a stock's fully valued, so I'm a sell. Mm, Always a red flag. Okay, analysts believe its earnings per share is set to drop by around 30% over the coming 12 months. Over to you, Jess. Is it a buy, hold or sell? We think the Temple and Webster is a hold. Um, It's obviously performed exceptionally well, but again, we're a hold on valuation grounds. We think it's a great company. It's clearly a category killer in the Australian furniture and homewares market. Um, They've reported a really strong first half result with revenue up 23% and at the top end of their EBITDA margin guidance. Revenue's accelerated now to 35% in the first few weeks of this year, but as 
Britt alluded to, it's trading on 80 times two-year forward FY25 earnings. And we think there are other e-commerce names, um, whether it's Kogan or Setire, that are trading on a fraction of that multiple. So uh, we think it's a great business that will continue to compound revenue and earnings at a high rate, but we'd prefer to get exposure at a cheaper share price. Okay, next up today we have Hub24. It's seen its share price rise around 32% over the past year. Jess, staying with you, is it a buy, hold or sell? We are a buy on Hub. You know, it's done a fantastic job of taking market share away from the legacy incumbents um, over the past few years. Uh, this has enabled it to compound its funds under administration at over 50%, its revenue at over 30% and its earnings at around 50% as well over the past five years. Um, we think though that this is only just the beginning. They've grown their market share from 1% to 7%, but the incumbents still have 59% of the market. So we think that's a trend that will accelerate. They have a fantastic platform. It was recently rated the number one platform in the market, and they got the highest share of net flows in the whole industry over the last year as well. So we think it's a great product, a great management team, and it's on about 21 times FY25 earnings. So we think that that's a reasonable multiple to pay for a structural growth story. Okay, analysts believe its earnings per share is going to grow by 67% over the next 12 months. Over to you. Brittany, is it a buy, hold or sell? I'm a hold. Ali, completely agree with Jess. It's done a great job taking share from the incumbents. It's got a great platform, great management team. We like the business. However, it still operates in a competitive industry. Arguably, there's still big players who have a big share of the market. And I think for us on valuation grounds, you can tell a bit more valuation focused. It's trading on 10 times revenue. 47 times next year's earning, or financial year 24. Yeah, so for us a whole, just on valuation basis. Okay, we asked our guests to bring along one small micro cap that could be headed for large cap territory. Brittany, what have you brought for us today? Yeah, so the one I've brought for you is Breville. Most of your listeners probably know Breville, they've owned a coffee, have a coffee machine or a toaster or one of their products. What I like about this business is that the CEO, Jim Clayton, is highly innovative and I think it's hard to find in the domestic market. He's trying to create not just machines but solutions. So how do we make customers loyal and sticky by creating products that they want, whether that be a smart oven where there's different settings on how to bake a pizza or how to bake a roast chicken or whatever it might be so that users love their products. They've had some headwinds, definitely comping strong growths coming out of COVID, but I think that's a short-term headwind and I think long-term the business can grow through entering new markets and new product innovation. So we really like Breville. Okay, over to you, Jess, your time in the hot seat. Which small or micro cap stock do you believe could be headed for large cap territory in the coming years? Sure. A small cap that we really like, which we believe can become a large cap, is a global luxury e-commerce platform called Setire. The business is founder-led. It's managed to grow its revenue organically from $6 million in FY19 to over $700 million this year. So it's had an incredible CAGR of about 163% top line growth over the last five years. We believe that will continue, especially as it enters new markets such as China, which is the largest luxury market in the world. It's got high profitability, high free cash flow. It still only trades on 27 times FY25 earnings, which is cheap relative to some other e-commerce exposures. Uh, so we think that that's one that can outperform and continue to grow. Even at $700 million of revenue, it's continuing to grow at 90%. Okay, well, there was some awesome analysis in that episode today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And of course, I hope you enjoyed those stock picks in there. If you did, why not give this episode a like? And remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content just like this every single week. 
Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.